0: saw some stats we're talking nearly 68 million american adults that's one in four are planning on placing a bet on this year's super bowl that would set a record by a wide margin according to uh, numerous industry associations uh, that focus in on betting in fact the figures released by the american gaming association they say that the bets uh, the bet numbers are going to be astronomical uh, it's it's crazy in fact they're talking uh, they're talking about, uh, like I said, 68 million dollars, and that is that's big. So 68 million, sorry, 68 million American adults are going to be uh, putting a wager down here. So we had to talk to somebody about this. So we figured we better talk to a guy that we know, who's an associate professor, department of sports management at Brock University, and that's Michael Norein. Well, Michael, uh, you've heard all these numbers. Uh, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Great, thank you. Well, Super Bowl Sunday is coming very quickly. It's the these betting numbers I'm talking about. This is this is crazy. But does this surprise you at all? No, it it definitely doesn't. You know, the Super Bowl is one of the most bet
1: on activities in North America, and it's certainly you know a high profile sporting event uh, worldwide. Um, You know, when we look at the the numbers here in, in Ontario. Uh, you know basketball ironically over the past couple of years have been has been very popular to bet on in Ontario but football is a close second um, and then when we think about the national numbers, people like to bet on the NFL uh, you know it's just the allure of having a once. Uh, once a week, you know, every Sunday, you know, some people are betting on Thursdays and, and Saturdays here and there, of, of course, but yeah. and, and Mondays, but, but you know, just having a nice, okay, I'm going to set my bets in advance of the Sunday game, and, and, you know, even with the Super Bowl, having this two-week, you know, period between the, the conference finals and then, you know, the game this week, A lot of people are getting involved. They're setting their bets. They're getting their prop bets going. And, um, yeah, it it doesn't surprise me at all.
0: Hey, this is only my perception, but the NFL probably does the best job of any league in terms of giving you information that you can, you know, that you can base your betting on more than anybody else. Am I wrong? Absolutely.
1: No, no, no! you're definitely not. And I think, you know, part of uh, the allure of sports betting uh, and the NFL is that the game just, you know, lends itself beautifully to betting. Like, I mean, there's 30 seconds of gameplay and then two to three minutes of, like, no gameplay, right? And so, you know, if you're there in person, you might go, oh, this sucks compared to hockey or basketball or, or another sport. But from a betting perspective, sitting at home or, you know, even sitting in the stands and placing your bets, it gives you enough time to see the outcome of an activity and to your point, you know the NFL uh, through its various partners its data partners have been able to cultivate and create stats and provide more information and you know fundamentally that's how we we sports bet in order to bet on a market whether it's you know touchdowns in a game by a player or you know over under on yardage like you need to have past data you need to have past precedent and so you know the NFL has done a great job of taking you know a very complex game but then compartment fundamentalizing it into individual segments where those segments can then be, you know, communicated to the audiences in a way statistically for them to to try to make an informed decision on whether something is gonna happen or
0: not. Well, I don't bet on the NFL at all, but on Super Bowl, I like the unusual bets like how long is the anthem going to go, that kind of stuff. That's fun stuff for me. And I, of course, bet within my limits like everybody should, that kind of thing. But I was just talking before we started this conversation, nearly 68 million American adults, that's one in four, are going to bet on the Super Bowl. But what about here in Canada? What Are you getting hearing any numbers on how crazy it'll be up here?
1: Well, you know, I mean, ironically, it's interesting that you mentioned that, because ironically, one of the proposition bets uh, in for one of the operators here in Ontario uh, is how many Canadian viewers will there be a, as an accumulated audience. Wow. And, you know, that number is looking like 17.5 million um, Canadians from coast to coast to coast on English-language <laughs> uh, television broadcasts. So, you know, and then when you consider the French-language broadcast, you know, we're talking it could be close to 18 million um, Um, You know total Canadians who who tune in and 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 yeah, you know the numbers are going to be quite high This is a big event for the operators both crown and third party um, here in Ontario particularly uh, th- th- this is their, their their cream of the crop right this is you know and it's one of the reasons why you know advertising has been so expensive for the Super Bowl right we, we've talked for many many years about oh you know these crazy 30 second ads and you know that they're going for 7 million US a pop for a 30 second spot you know th- there's a reason why it's because people tune in and it's the same thing when it comes to the sports betting angle in terms of the numbers that are going to be bet on I, I, I can't tell you that One in four Canadians uh, will be watching, but I can tell you that, you know, having an over-under of 17.5, there's a really good chance, given who's playing in the Super Bowl, given the hype around not just, uh, you know, the 49ers as an exceptional football team and the the mystique of the dynasty that is Kansas City, but also, you know, the Taylor Swift effect, of course, um, much to the chagrin of some people out there, but much to the delightment of others, You know that's going to have an impact on the demographic that's watching also I should mention real real briefly that you know the audience for the Super Bowl isn't just a sport audience it is a sport and entertainment audience you know folks like my wife are tuning in for the Super Bowl halftime show and that's also a a halftime excuse me a Super Bowl prop position bet that you can place you know what's Usher's first song gonna be what's his last song how many outfit wardrobe changes will he have um, who's gonna be special guests like these are all the the games within the Game, and I think that's again it it, it harkens back to why the NFL and football in general is such a highly bet on sporting activity because there's so many individual markets that can be created.
0: Well, it's so crazy. I'm hearing bettors are planning on waging an estimated 23.1 billion on this year's Super Bowl, and that's up from $16 last year, which is crazy. Now, we're talking about here in Canada. I I do have to point out, we've done a couple of stories recently, and there's more and more of a backlash about the televised betting sites with our listeners. What are you hearing about all that in Ontario? Yeah, so...
1: yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, here in Ontario, the advertising standards um, are scheduled to be changed. Now, ironically or coincidentally, the, the standards don't change until after the Super Bowl this year. What a surprise, um, huh? What, Surprising. What a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah you know the, the standards will slightly change in in, in terms of reducing um, the ability to have influencers cartoons um, you know active athletes um, shell out for some of these companies now that being said you know it's not going to completely get rid of some of these ads because instead of having uh, you know an individual like say Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid. Um, Say hey, you should you know play on this particular uh, operator or play with this particular app. What they're able to do now, these operators, is use those influencers um, to promote responsible gambling. So you could have, in theory, uh, an ad on TV where Connor McDavid is saying, hey, if you're gonna bet, make sure you do so responsibly, and here are some steps that you can take to res- to gamble responsibly. That is within itself still kind of like an ad. It's not an inducement ad, but it's still a you know, indirect promotional activity. So you know, it it is a a conflicting situation. It's a very complex situation between the individual provinces, nationally televised um, games, and and broadcasts, Who's responsible? Everyone's sort of passing the buck onto one another. Um, but really, you know, kind of the the issue is, you know, what's Alberta doing? Uh, you know, my sense is Alberta is is almost close to carbon copying what we have here in Ontario. But it still hasn't gone through to that point yet. And so, um, you know, if if I'm an Albertan, I'm just, you know, going back to the government and saying, hey, why don't we have a well-regulated market? Because I'm tired of going to my local bookie and, you know, having him come over and break my legs.
0: Yikes. Hey, the, uh, the the one thing, too, is that the, it's so easy to do this now. There was a time where you'd have to maybe drop down to, a, you know, your local convenience store or whatever. It's still popular with a lot of people, but it's getting so much easier with mobile devices and that kind of thing. But it just seems like it's a little bit out of control right now. Your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, and you know, it's it, it, it certainly it's an interesting dynamic. I, I think one of the, the the paradigm that you mentioned, as far as going to the convenience store and you know filling in the bubble sheet and all those sorts of things, that's still the the primary mode of operation or or uh, you know vehicle for you know the older demographic. You know, I've got a father-in-law, 65 years old, like he's 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 not you know jumping. He doesn't have a cell phone. He's not jumping on yeah. to the, the websites and, and and betting. He's still comfortable taking his pickup, going to the convenience store and filling out the bubble sheet. But uh-huh. for the Gen Zs and even millennials uh, out there, but, but primarily people who are 18, 19, 20 years old, that's the next generation of sports gambler. They're going to have a two to three, if not four decade runway here of of, uh, behavior and activity in the space. And that's where it gets super problematic when we think about, you know, what's the first thing we do in the morning? You know, we all check our phones. We check our emails. We check our calendars. uh, We check social media. Um, And for these Gen Zs who are sports inclined, they're checking their sports bets uh, from the night before and setting their bets for the day to come. So I think, that's where it gets super problematic, and it gets even more problematic when we talk about, you know, what are we doing as far as being proactive uh, with our kids in high school? Uh, because, you know, there are, you know, whether it's, Ill- well, certainly illegal activity, but whether it's peer-to-peer or getting, you know, a brother or a sister or an uncle or someone to place bets on their behalf. Um, you know, things are still taking place uh, that, that we should be doing a much better job of proactively educating um, uh, our, our youth on. And just really quickly, I should mention, you know, in, in these well-regulated markets, where obviously Ontario is the only well-regulated market currently uh, in, in Canada with third-party operation, um, you know, you need to have exceptional research. We, we don't know the true impacts. A lot of people are raising red flags and saying, you know, the ads are a problem, or this is a problem, or that is a problem. But people are saying this without any data, domestic data to substantiate these claims. Um, and we need to do a much better job of taking these tax dollars that we're making. You know, here in Ontario, we've made over a billion dollars in tax revenue over the last couple of years from sports gambling. How much of that has gone back into the market as far as research and education it's very very unclear so whether it's alberta next bc after that quebec in the future um or anyone else in between we when we're talking about sports betting we need to do a much better job of our education and our, our research and and that starts with the governments and, and the operators opening up their walls and saying look we need to know more about what's happening in this space.
0: hey michael before we let you go who are you picking to win
1: uh, so, you know what, it's funny that you should mention that because uh, I do have a prop bet for Taylor Swift to win Album of the Year and the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Wow. So I'm kind of, I've got a lot of friends who work for the 49ers, and so I secretly, uh, you know, I, I I wish them well and hope that they get a ring. But, you yeah, know, if, my, if oh, my wallet's talking, no. I, I, want, I want the Chiefs to, to come out with, a, with another uh, Lombardi trophy.
0: Hey, Michael, we'll talk again. This is great stuff. Thanks for your time today. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. Okay, Michael Norain, Assistant uh, Professor, Department of Sports Management at Brock University. I I love talking about the business of sports and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, kickoff goes after 4 o'clock, Edmonton Time, on Sunday afternoon.